little disco. This ain't no country club neither. This is RVA. Welcome, welcome, everyone. This is Lee, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And you might be wondering where the ladies are. Well, they've escaped the dungeon briefly. Liz is on vacation, traveling far across the ocean, but fear not. Olivia has joined us by phone. Welcome, Olivia. Thanks, Lee. It's good to be on the Ola Love podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Our founder and, uh, and beloved leader. Oh, thanks, yeah. Lee. I know this is pretty cool, guys. We have uh, Lee bought us this fancy podcasting machine and we're able to call people in, and I've been sick, so that's why I'm not in the dungeon, but I'm glad I can still call in and be a part of this week's episode. Yes, thank you. Episode thank you. 13. Yes, testing out our new technology and uh, and keeping our fans informed, you know, that's what we do. Yep, we're dedicated to every other Thursday, and we'll keep our promise for the time yeah. being. <laughs> well, Olivia, so... So you're sick, so you must have been very busy. You must have worn yourself out. So what did you do this week? <laughs> well, I wasn't too busy when I was sick, but before that, when I was probably getting sick, um, well, hold on. I have some stuff to say before I get into what I, I'm, I've been up to. But oh, yeah. Liz, like Lee said, sadly won't be joining us for the episode today, but that is okay because she's going to our friend Lindsay's wedding in Manchester, UK. <sighs> And then she's going belly dancing with camels in Marrakech. I didn't so know camels belly Lena. danced. They do in Marrakech. Uh, very tall. <laughs> Marrakech. Um, she's going to Marrakech. She is. Yeah, Whoa. Liz is like a world traveler. She does a lot of traveling every year. Okay, she's gonna have lots of stories when she gets back. Yeah, I'm excited about them. Hopefully, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> Nice uh, but we thought this episode 13 would be a good opportunity for you all to get to know Lee and I better That's as right. podcast hosts. Um, so let's talk about what, what we've been up to. Uh, first, I'd like to wish Lee a very happy birthday. Cue the applause. It was his birthday yesterday. And... That's very exciting, and I hope that you got to do some fun stuff. Did you do anything, Lee? Well, yes. Uh, you know, I usually spread it out over week because my birthday usually falls on a weekday, and I don't take off of work. But uh, Wednesday, I had dinner with friends I hadn't seen in almost a year. Uh, yeah, I cooked. I baked rotini and my special garlic bread. But Yum. La yeah. Last night, uh, I went to see uh, The Boogeyman. Uh, with the Red Vein Army Horror Club. The Boogeyman. I think I did it come out last year. No, that was uh, it's it's been out for about three four weeks. There was. I'm thinking about Candyman. Yes, there's actually been three movies with the name Boogeyman. One of them came out in 2005, but this is the most recent one, and it's based on the Stephen King short story. The Ooh. this one, um, yeah, it, uh, we went, like I said, it's the uh, Red Vein Army Horror Club. And there I met a friend who I hadn't seen in over a year and a half. So this has been a reunion. The real present this year is that is re reuniting with people I haven't seen since, you know, you know, 2001. Yeah, the COVID times. Yeah. Kind of COVID times. Now, tomorrow night, um, uh, we're having, I'm having dinner at Mellow Mushroom. 
Yum. Yeah. Now, I know it's not local, but uh, they have a big dining room. It kind room. of is. Hmm? Yeah, it, kind it, kind of, it is, of is. It is, isn't it? It's not, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a local chain. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Which and one are you going to? Uh, Short Pump, I think. They have better parking. Agreed. I, I, I am a nut about that. There are things I don't do in Richmond because of parking. Same. <laughs> it's like, I like my car. I, you know, it's like, a, I, I once got a $200 parking ticket and I've had, I've been paranoid ever since because they were really close to towing it. Mm. And that would have sucked. <laughs> but yeah. yeah so. I've, ne- I've luckily never been towed in Richmond, but I'm lucky uh-huh. to have friends that I can park at their place. Oh yeah. You have friends everywhere. You're so lucky. <laughs> well, I made them. I used to not have any friends here. Oh, really? Well, well, I guess that just uh, that just brings us to uh, my first question for you. Well, I'm not done. I got to talk about what. That's I've been right, up to. you do. It's like, but we'll segue later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Liz and I last weekend, along with several friends and some of her family, we went to Maymont Park last weekend for their summer concert series. We saw Sky Dog, which is Richmond's Almond Brothers tribute band, uh-huh. and Three Sheets to the Wind, um, RVA in America's, apparently, number one tribute to Yacht Rock. And Lord, did we have ourselves a good time. Yes, because you know we what? We brought fan- our own. I'm What's a big that? Fan- I'm a big fan of Yacht Rock. So I don't think everyone is, because Yacht Rock is the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we brought our own chairs, but we didn't sit much because we were boogieing to Steely Dan, Toto, and Holland Oats covers <laughs> until dark. And then we also had some amazing food from the food trucks. And the one that I loved that we both had was Latin Quarter, who specializes in plantain sandwiches and rice bowls. And we both got a rice bowl. It was called the Tumbao Bowl. And oh my God, it was mm. so good. And then also we got churros um, and we shared it with billions of ants <laughs> because we left the churros on the ground while we ate our bowls and ants, they got to it pretty quickly. Oh, wow. But uh, I didn't notice extra protein. It was pretty nasty. Yay. How, how many bites in did you notice? <laughs> I didn't notice at all until someone pointed them all out in the container. So I ate the whole churro. That isn't pepper. Yeah. Oh well, it tasted good. <laughs> wow. Hey, it's a, it, uh, and then uh, what? It's a delicacy in some places. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I've eaten worse things than ants. So, <laughs> um, and then Father's Day came and went. Oh, so yeah. shout out to all the dads out there, especially yeah. mine. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of dad figures. So shout out to my dad, my mm-hmm. stepdad, my grandpas, and. All of the father figures that mm-hmm. I have in my life. I'm blessed to have a lot of strong men that I look up to. And then I have one more announcement. Sadly, the ABS system in my car went kaput. So I took it to Firestone and they told me to go directly to the Honda dealership to get it fixed. And they quoted me about $3,500. And I was like, dun, dun, dun. I don't have that kind of money. Dear God. So after I had a panic attack, yeah. by the grace of God, my godfather, one of the strong men I just mentioned, he stepped in 
And he had me take it to Glen Allen Service Center, which is a local RVA automotive shop. And they replaced my ABS system for less than a fifth of what Honda quoted me. So the car is as good as new now. I saved a ton of money. So I highly recommend them to anybody who has car needs and you're supporting a local business that's been around in the area for a long time. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the owner. His name is Jimmy. And he is so honest and he was so friendly. And they are my new car place. Thank you, Jimmy. shout out to them. Thanks for taking care of my friend. Yeah, Jimmy, you rock. And if you're listening, because I handed him a card. Hi, Jimmy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so like we said, today's episode is going to be a little different because we don't have Liz and I'm not there in the dungeon and Mm -hmm. we don't have an outside guest. But don't fret. You get the chance this episode to get to know Lee and I because we will be interviewing each other. That's right. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, Olivia and I go back about, oh gosh, it's been about, it was pre-COVID, it was four, four or five years ago. Yeah, we met at JJ's Bar and Grill. We had a mutual musical friend, and uh, we said, hi, hi. <laughs> and then... If uh, I was dating, said musical mutual friend right. at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I said, and uh, and then we ran into, into each other again at the Red Vane Army Haunted House, the haunt, uh, the haunted attraction they have every year. And I was like, so I, good. I was like, hey, I know you. And hey, I know you too. Hey, uh, actually, I think I, ca- I called you by your middle name. You learned. I did. I called you by your middle name because I'd, I'd forgotten Olivia. It's like, it's, oh my goodness. It's like, you said, oh, That's you must okay. know me. I like that name. Yeah, you said, oh, you must know me from Facebook then. And, uh, and, and then what, years later? I, I have my accident. I, I'm in the dungeon. I buy a studio, and then, and then I, I see a picture of you singing. Uh, so I said, "Are you?" And I sent you a message. Are you still singing? Hi, I need a singer. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna pay me to come up with lyrics for your tons and tons of musical work Lee Mm. makes a lot of music if the listeners didn't know he's quite the musician and he can play the guitar the piano the drums the bass the harmonica what else can you play mandolin theremin uh i'm i'm learning the saxophone and flute now um but uh, wow. I, everything comes in handy, you know. They're all. It's like once you know how to read music, it's like every instrument kind of helps the other one. But uh, it's like yeah, you're a true musician. Like music is your soul. Yes, it's my passion. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, even as a child, they used to, uh, when they took pictures of me, I was always going. I was, my first steps, I was walking over to the record player to see where the sound was coming from. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, so well, well, you, you're a music lover too. You, uh, uh, I, I recorded my first. I think my first recording project after, uh, after my accident in the new studio was uh, Olivia made a CD for her friends and family. Oh yeah, a Christmas I CD. Made a Christmas CD for my mom and dad because they love. Well, my mom. I don't know if my dad loves to hear me sing. Mm. I don't know. Maybe back when I was little, but my mom loves it. She's been begging me to make a CD for her for years. So I finally did with the help of Lee and yeah. Lee Dungeon Studios. Yeah. And then we ended and up Lee, talking. Hmm? 
You keep talking about an accident. I don't know if our listeners know about what oh. happened to you. Well, care to share? I sure will. Uh, I, uh, my wife and I had just bought a house, and four months after buying the house, um, there was a there's a flight of stairs that lead down to the to the dungeon, and I fall down the stairs. Um, I. And these stairs are no yeah. lame house <laughs> stairs. They well, maybe they are actually. They're so steep and mm-hmm. sharp and wooden, and it, I just I can't imagine the pain of even at like someone who's like maybe ten falling down those stairs. Yeah. It's gonna hurt no matter how old you are. Oh yeah, and the funny thing is, it didn't hurt for the first twenty seconds or so. It's like that's I got, how you know it was bad. I got down to the bottom, and I just. Uh, and then about 20 seconds later, I let out the biggest scream I've let out in in my adult life. Um, they took me to the hospital, um, and they found out that uh, while I hadn't really broken any bones, I had dislocated. Oh, I torn all the tendons in my in my in my knees. And the dungeon was not good to you. No, it wasn't. Well, ironic. What an irony! Uh, because I know. I was in the real. hospital for a long. They they sewed me back together the best they could. Um, there's some, still some permanent damage. I, I walk around like Frankenstein mostly. Uh, but, um, at least I, you can. Yes, that's right. We, you know, they made us go through group therapy. I met people who had it far worse than I did. So it made me kind of humble. And when I came home, uh, after a few weeks, uh, my wife had set up a hospital room down here in the dungeon, I had my hospital bed, my wheelchair. And, uh, I said, well, I'm, I'm out of work for a while. So, um, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start making music, and I started making music because it kept getting better and better. And then they sent us back to work <laughs> for one week, and then COVID hit. <laughs> oh God, of course. So, so yeah. So when when uh, when the opportunity came to you know you know meet a singer, it's like. I was, and then the funny thing is, uh, you know, when Liz, uh, <laughs> Liv and I, Liv, Olivia and I started working together, uh, we end up just talking so much. Um, we t- uh, talked about this, you know our crazy lives. And we said, you know, we should make a podcast out of this. And Olivia and Liz have so many friends and so many, you know, contacts and, and they, we decided that, uh, you know, it's like, these be, this would be interesting people to, to talk to just the local people. And I'm just blown away by how quickly it all came together. Our podcast, it yeah. was literally, we made our vision come to life. It just all worked out. You had the equipment, I had the marketing skills and like me and you both are tech people and mm-hmm. Liz knows Richmond. She's yeah. lived here her whole life. So we're the perfect team. I'm impressed. Uh, this has been a, I've, I've had so much fun doing this. I, I never knew, you know, I just, I didn't never knew podcasting could be so entertaining. It's, it's, just, uh, um, and being on this side of the, being the interviewer E is, is such a, I don't know, it's such a twist. I'm used to asking the question, not having to answer them. But this this is going to be fun. This so this will be a real challenge. This is a real challenge for me. This is my Everest. Yeah, it might be a challenge for me too because I'm not the quickest thinker in the world. I'm not going to lie. I'm someone who, like, uh, for the previous <coughs> excuse me episodes, I um, Liz always makes fun of me because I come with a stack of well, Lee prints it all out, but I come with a stack of information that I type up and give to Lee because I'm scared I'm going to forget to say something that's important. So I come prepared. Yeah. So today 
I'm challenging myself and I am going off the cuff. All right. Oh, I heard an echo. Echo. <laughs> am I echoing? No, it's okay. The, okay. um, so let's tell you what, let's, uh, let's, let's put Olivia in the hot seat first. All right. Sounds good. All right. So here's our hostess with the mostess, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm going to ask you a show-related question. What is the origin of the name Olala in the dungeon? Oh, this is an easy one. So I'm the O. Liz, her, she has godchildren from her best friend Amy, Amy's kids, uh, Caitlin and Lauren, and they call her Lala. So it's O Lala, and then Lee is the dungeon. That's right. So that's how we got the name. I, it took it took me a few weeks to realize. Oh, Liz is Lala. Okay. Yep. And then also it's like scandalous, like oh la la, like in the dungeon. I just thought it was kind of cute and catchy. Yeah, it's got us a lot of tension, and it's surprisingly innocent. But uh, we have. Things. And I also um, we have to give. Liz some credit because I believe she is the one who came up with that. Oh yeah? Oh yep. man. She's a, uh, she's a good researcher. She knows Richmond really well because uh, uh, sitting uh, <laughs> uh, sitting on her phone over there is a New Yorker. Oh so yeah. Where are you from me. now? I'm from Elmira, New York. So I'm from upstate New York. It's a very small rural town it's not anything like new york city and everyone here in virginia thinks i'm from new york city no it's not anything like it there's uh, country roads and small town vibes and there's not really that much Cow going on um for someone who wants to be a career woman like me mm -hmm. so i moved but uh, I lived there my entire life until I was 21. Wow. So you really haven't been away too. What, uh, what's the nearest big city to where you were, grew up? Rochester and Binghamton. And I wouldn't consider either of them big cities. Oh, okay. Um, but I went to college in Rochester, New York. I went to a small college called Nazareth College. Hmm. Um. And Rochester was fun. It's kind of like Richmond. Of all the places in the world, what brought you to Richmond? So in college, I uh, was studying graphic design, and I took a web design class, and I hated it with all my heart. It was so hard. I hated coding, and I swore, this is not for me. It's too hard. And then uh, I was also minoring in marketing and the marketing department sent out an email to everybody saying like, there's this internship in Richmond that they're, they were encouraging us to apply to. And they had a bunch of like related majors. Like if you're majoring in this, if you have these skills apply. So, I, I mean, I was the type of person I'm pretty spiritual. I'm like, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I need to apply. So I looked at the internship and they did not have graphic design. They had web design. And I was like, I hate web design. So I talked to my advisor and I was like, I don't know if I should apply. Like, I don't, I'm not very good at web design, but I have a pretty strong graphic design portfolio. 
And she's like, it doesn't hurt. Just apply. Like, send them the portfolio. Maybe they'll like it. So I applied, got interviewed, showed them my portfolio because I had been doing some uh, freelance work on the side during college, like designing small restaurant menus like in the area for free. And they, the company, it was called Royal and Company at the time. They uh, saw it, my portfolio, and they said they would give me a call um, in the next week. And I ended up getting a call in 30 minutes and they're like, you got the internship. So I came down here in 2016 and I can't believe it was that long ago because it seems like it was last year and I had the internship and then they ended up hiring me before the internship ended and I had to graduate college first so I had a job lined up before I even graduated so I was really lucky and it's a great company to work for. Wow, you've been rolling. So sorry, it's a long story, but that's the story. No, I mean you jumped right in. You you got right into business. Yep, I'm a I'm a businesswoman. What can I say? And also, uh, spoiler alert, I love web design now. My company taught me everything that I know, pretty much. Besides my God love of my old professor, Paul. Paul, sorry I sucked so bad in class. <laughs> but I love we loved each other though. He was a great teacher. Even though I would not learn from him. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sometimes those are the best teachers, you know. But, yeah, he was a cool guy. We yeah. all loved him. Call, yeah, you recall some of those lessons. Now, how, how long have <laughs> you and Liz known each other? Oh, my gosh. That's another long story. So when I first moved here, like um, we said previously, I was dating somebody uh, when I first moved here. And that's how I got to know Lee. He heard me sing and he was like, you have an amazing voice. You should apply to be in like a band or something. So I took his advice and I applied on Craigslist and I met uh, this man who I'm in a band with now, who's been a friend since I moved here named Randy. And Randy in 2020, I think it was 2019 before the pandemic, he recommended me to a band that needed a backup singer. And the band was Foreign Escape. And they were a Journey and Foreigner cover band. And they just really needed someone to hit those high notes. And none of the guys could do it in the band. So they hired me. And Liz and I, Liz was the lead singer of the band. And we met and immediately were like, oh, my God, you're my best friend. Like, immediately. <laughs> so we've been best friends ever since. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So you met through music. Isn't yep. it funny we've all met through music? I know everybody pretty much. <laughs> uh, so uh, so I think everybody knows you are our um you're our event uh um I guess you say coordinator. You go out to you and Liz go out and see all the stuff that Richmond has to offer and Oh, uh, that is Liz. That's Liz's department. Well, you're there too. I've seen the pictures. Oh, I'm there, but Liz is the coordinator. She knows, um, Liz has lived here since she was born. Oh. So she knows everywhere to go. She's a socialite. She's connected. She has tons of friends. And I'm so lucky that she adopted me into her family. I'm like her adopted little sister. Oh, well, she's sweet. And uh, you, two, you two work so well together. You practically read each, read each other's minds. Now, I know it's kind of crazy. Now you have you also have another partner, 
and his name is Haroon. So tell us about how <laughs> you met partner. him. Yes, he is. He's uh, <laughs> your significant other. Yep, uh, Haroon so is... What's that? I said, uh, how'd you meet him? And We met on Tinder, like everyone our age does. We went out on um, a few dates. Um, it's funny because, I don't know, this is kind of an embarrassing story, but maybe I shouldn't tell it. But he came out a little too strong. Oh. So I'm not that kind of girl. So um, we didn't talk for a year after our first date because... <laughs> It's just so funny. But um, I thought he was really nice, though. Like, we had a nice conversation. He was sweet. So a year later, after, like, personal stuff had happened that whole year, um, finally ended all that, um, I reached out to him. And I was like, hey, do you want to meet up? We met up and ended up really, really liking each other. And it's been history ever since. And I love his family. And. He's very sweet and good to me. And also he is European. So once you go European, you never go back. Yeah. <laughs> There's no phrase, but you get it. Oh yeah. Well, so you're uh so you're happy now. You're you got you got friends, you got a boyfriend, you got uh, a successful podcast, you're 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 doing quite well for yourself. It's like, but now I have to ask you the tough questions. Oh no. What is your favorite movie? Oh, that's a tough one. It really is a tough one. I'm weird. I am like... Roy's top three. I am like Barbie mixed with a 57-year-old divorced dad. So you're Olivia Newton-John in Greece. Yes. I'm like... I'm, I don't know if this is controversial to say, but some would describe me. And this is not my words. I'm like a gay old man. I just am. Don't ask me why. But if you get to know me, you'll understand. Um, but I love the movie Legally Blonde. But at the same time, I'm a horror lover. And one mm -hmm. of my favorite movies from like way back in the day is Pet Cemetery. Oh. I love The Evil Dead. The first, not the original and not the one that just came out. The middle mm -hmm. one that came out in like 2013. Um, favorite movie, though, let me think. Oh, there. I don't really have a favorite. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I have a okay. bunch of favorites. Yeah, I have like a top three at any one time. I know these things change, so we, you know, yeah. it's like I know that we we all kind of uh, evolve, and it depends on our mood too. Also, like with like Netflix, like I feel like I have favorite shows more than movies. Like I feel like oh. I enjoy shows more because they last longer. I love Breaking Bad mm -hmm. so much. I'm like a top fan i could win a trivia night and also i love better call saul because that's the i want to see that i want to see uh i want to see better call saul and uh and breaking bad um but it's not streaming on any of the services i have well you got to get netflix I, i'm okay i'm going to after this call i'm going to go <laughs> and i have to get my, get my own because nobody can share passwords anymore well, uh, for some reason, Haroon and I are still able to, but I don't yeah. know how that it, is happening. Yeah, it might not last long, but hey, enjoy it while you can. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, so describe for me, okay, what would be your perfect date? Perfect what, date? Yes. Where, what would you do? Where would you go? Uh, you know, like a favorite bar, favorite restaurant, uh, favorite activity to do for recreation. What's, what, would you, what would be the perfect date? 
Oh, okay. Well, it's hard. I guess it would have to be an all day thing because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things I like to do. I think in the morning, sleep in. <sighs> then we go to brunch. Oh, and you're a brunch person. Okay. I, and then we go to brunch, but we're having a good time. There's a band. We're outside um, having some margaritas, um, having maybe a breakfast pizza or I don't know, um, maybe a salmon Benedict. Mm-hmm. I just love food. I'm a big foodie. Yeah. Then we're going to a music festival for the whole day. But somehow after the music festival, we're not tired and we go to a beautiful either sushi dinner Mm. or we go get crab legs and there's more music. So basically just music and good food all day long. And you like seafood then, obviously. Yes, I'm a seafood person. I'm like, I could be a pescatarian other than I love a good filet mignon. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I just always wonder what what is what are date activities these days. I know somebody who took his date uh, to hatchet throwing. I knew. So. Oh, that's that's it's fun for a second. I did that at my ten year high school reunion. Oh, you did? Yep. It was fun for like three throws, and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's now let's ask you about the, about the bad stuff. What, oh Lord. Do you have a pet peeve? Uh. Yes, I have a lot of pet peeves. I don't like it when people whistle. I hate it. Unless it's really good and it's in a song. I like cannot stand when people are whistling in public. What what is it? The battle that bothers you? I I don't know. It's just like a sensory overload type of thing. Okay, I'll know what to avoid then. (laughs) Or know what's how to annoy me. Well... (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. The our, our little sound effects machine makes a little wolf whistle. Oh, yeah. I like when people. Well, <laughs> it depends on who it is. But if someone were to do wee woo at me, mm-hmm. oh, and also fun fact, I cannot whistle. You can't whistle. So maybe that's why I don't like it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why I hate it because I can't do it. <laughs> I remember when I was little, I was I did dance. Yeah. And I was waiting in line to get my picture taken for dance class because we had to, like, mm-hmm. have pictures. And this girl on my team was in front of me, and she kept whistling the same note over and over mm. and over again. And I think I was, like, maybe nine. I start bawling. And I'm like, can you please stop whistling? I think it was like nine o'clock at night. I was exhausted. Ham, ham, ham. <laughs> okay, for our fans, can you tell them the significance of whenever you any one of us says the word ham, any or a guest says the word ham, we we laugh because on our first episode, which you must hear, Olivia, take it away. So, um, excuse me, I keep burping. Um, sorry. Um, so when I was in middle school, my seventh grade homeroom teacher was this very sweet, but very, very old woman. And she, um, we had subs. I went to a Catholic school and we got, had like subs brought in for food on sometimes for lunch. And she had to take our orders in the morning if we wanted ham or turkey. 
And one time she forgot to take our order and like the bell rang and we were all going off to class and she starts panicking. He's like, sit back down, wait. Who wants help? Help! Who wants help? <laughs> and for some reason, that's always been hilarious to me. And I told my mom and I, everyone who knows me thinks that Pam is funny and they think about me when they hear that word. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You do. Every time somebody says it, you crack a smile. <laughs> now, now, I'm going to ask, ask you another show related uh, or not, not even show. Just um, you, uh, you and Liz, you, you, you hit the scene. You know the Richmond scene pretty well. So you've been to a lot of events. Now, some of them had to have been pretty crazy. What is the craziest thing you've had happen at one of the one of those uh, those events? Oh, there's a lot of things that I don't want to talk about on the podcast. Okay, once you can. Um, one, let me think. Um, let me think. With Liz, there's been some Liz. Um, maybe Liz won't mind if I talk about this. She's pretty open. I'm not, uh-huh. but Liz. Uh, if it's a good night with Liz, she will have a terrible fall, whether that be down the stairs and somehow survive, whether that be walking the cobblestone streets of Richmond. She's fallen on my birthday. She's fallen. She's, she, she still has scars from my birthday. Um, oh. She falls. Oh, we. she fell outside of caddies. So I would say if it's a good night, Liz will fall. And somehow be fine. Wow, okay. So I think that is the indicator of our fun. Well, I, my last question for you um, has to do with the future of the show. Can you, can you give us a hint about some upcoming guests? Just hints. Hint, um, tease us a little bit. Thank over 20K followers. Someone, two, a couple of people who are pretty big names in Richmond coming up. And also we have, I'm not going to give it away yet, but we have an exciting new partnership with someone and it's quite tasty. And I am very honored that we uh, have this opportunity. I cannot believe that the podcast is gaining this much momentum in just six months. So I'm proud of us. We're putting in work but it's fun work so it doesn't feel like we're working that hard we're just doing what we love we love our city we love local business we love each other and it's just fun that's why we do so well we love our listeners thank you much like and subscribe oh yeah follow us on instagram yes. at olala underscore rva and we're also on youtube we're on facebook um, Spotify. Yeah, we're you, you. You can't. You can't not find us. <laughs> you can email us if you want. That's right. In Maybe fact, ask for our advice. Yes. <laughs> you can text us. You know, or text me if you want to. I don't know. I'll don't text me. <laughs> text me. I'll, I'll take text from anyone. I say I, I. I need friends. <laughs> All right, Lee. Is it time for you to be interviewed? Okay. Yeah, I've been Put putting this hot. off. Okay. I'm gonna. All right, tie myself to the rack and just take the questions. Go ahead. All right, how did you wind up in Richmond? Are you from here? I was born here. Um, I was born in uh, born in Richmond. Uh, after the death of my father, we my my mother and my sister and brothers we moved to North Carolina, 
And then just in time for my senior year of high school, we moved back. And uh, I've been in Richmond ever since. Wow. Yeah, that was 1980. 80. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, it was 1981. We moved back in August of 81. I've been here ever since. So what was your childhood like? Uh, oh, it was a rough one. I'll tell you that. As I said, my father died when I was very young. Uh, my mother did not cope very well. Um, so I spent a lot of time with uh, uh, grandparents and uncles and uh, aunts. And... and uh, it's like my grand, I had one grandfather who was a minister, but I had an uncle who was a farmer. So I ended up, uh, this was in North Carolina. This was Western North Carolina. I spent a long time there. And uh, I was a preacher. I also became uh, a, uh, a youth, youth pastor for a long time. That's my, pretty neat. Yeah, that's where I got my public speaking skills and my music skills because I got to play organ and piano at the church. And yeah, uh, I actually know quite a bit a lot youth ministry. Um, mm -hmm. In high school, I dated someone who was very Protestant and very involved in his church, and mm -hmm. I went ended up going to the the Protestant college. Only boy who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, it was an experience for sure. Wow. I had uh, some of the best memories of my life though at that college, even though it was like I could tell you crazy stories, but I had a great time <laughs> overall. I once heard that women always like their men. Uh, uh, religious, but a little bit crazy. <laughs> um, it goes it goes together well. I do like a man of God, but mm -hmm. not too religious. <laughs> yeah. um, so you're married to Gretchen, who I love. She's mm -hmm. such a sweetheart. How did you meet her? Well, we were both in the Navy, believe it or not. Um, in the Navy. Yeah, oh, yes. Well, yeah, not, not that version, but yes. Uh, we were both... Uh, found medically unfit um uh and they were sending us home on a medical so uh while i was in the hospital i i met this cute little redhead and um and i said you know hey if i'm ever if i'm ever in boston i'll come see you and i'd never been to boston in my life i'd never been north of washington dc in my life um so i said you know i'm gonna take a train up and see that girl and i went up there and uh, then th a week later, she moved to Richmond, and we've been together ever since. Wow. Oh, but i got to tell the pizza story. I know. I was about to ask. <laughs> uh, first time I met my in-laws, um, we were sitting around the living room, and they're a little nervous because they didn't know. Uh, pe I don't know. People from the big city don't often meet people from the deep south. And there I was sitting there in the living room. They were nervous, and I was, I was nervous, too. Uh, but I have this terrible habit. I like to make jokes, usually at you know inappropriate times. I had no idea. Oh no, really? It's, you didn't? Okay, <laughs> I'll have to show you that that skill one day. Then what happened was uh, her mother um, uh, said, "Well, it's getting near dinner time. We're going to order pizza. Do they have pizza where you come from?" <laughs> well, I couldn't resist. Uh, I said, no, but if you can shoot it, I can skin it. I don't have my sound machine, but that was a good one. So uh, um, we still got married, but uh, uh, let's just say I, yeah, <laughs> they looked around nervously, but um, I turned out to be uh, a pretty good son-in-law and they were, they were, they were great. They were great mother and father-in-law. And uh, 
So that was that's the story of how we met. That's cute. And you've been married since you were babies, pretty much like 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was 23. Gretchen was 18. Uh, we were been together for th- uh, we're just getting, we're getting ready to celebrate our 35th anniversary soon. Oh, yeah, congratulations, 35th. Lee. Yeah. She's a yeah, well, it's like we <laughs> So who else would have me at this at this stage? So, you know, I figured I better stay married. Yeah, I love Gretchen. She is oh, she's, um, she's just so kind. Yeah. And that's all that really matters oh, to she, me. She's so. a great example. She's she's the most annoying thing in the world. She's a great example. You know, she's a she's actually is a good person. But Yeah, she, she really is. But she also have that has that uh, that uh, Boston sense of humor. And also, she's a tough cookie. Uh, she's very tough. Uh, she was one of Virginia's top powerlifting women. She's uh, she's an accomplished martial artist, and uh, so she's 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 an excellent shot with her uh, Smith and Wesson Model sixty five. Uh, so uh, there is no domestic violence in this household, except maybe I behave. That we don't know about towards you. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I behave. I know. I, 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 it's like. It, no, it's like I know. I really, I did fall down the stairs. Trust me, I did. So she, sure. She's she's tough, but uh, you know what? It's like, hey, if anybody gives me a trouble, I'll have her beat them up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, what do people misunderstand about you the most? Well, one of my favorite skills is being underestimated. Um, me too. <laughs> I mean, to look at me, it's like you, you, you have a lot of people make a lot of uh, stereotypes about me. Um, I've, uh, I've, I've surprised many people. I, I've surprised many people when I picked up a guitar. Because uh, I don't look like a guitarist. There's, there's uh, I, 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 I surprised a few people and said, hey, uh, so, oh, uh, can I try that? And so here, and then I'll break into some, you know, some Eric Johnson or, or Jimi Hendrix. And they're like, you don't, Damn. and also I don't look like my voice. I think you might agree with that. I don't know. I associate your voice with you, but maybe if I didn't meet you. Well, yeah, you've had the tragedy of seeing me. So, uh, but, but if you're just listening to me, you get a different impression. So, but I've worked on this voice. This is a, this is, this is, this is rehearsed. This is so it's a show of voice. Well, my father is a big influence in that. He, um, even though he died when I was still very young, he was very, um, he didn't like when his kids used a Southern accent too much. You know, he, he said, you know, speak proper English. And he, he, he tried speak to speak good English. son. Yeah. What? I, what? I don't talk good. You know, he think you're too good for, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He says, no, he says, you need to, you need to speak professionally. And, um, he ingrained that in us. And and writing wow, too. Wow, did a good job. Yeah, he also taught me how to write. I was I was writing before I went to kindergarten because uh, he was very good on penmanship. So I I still appreciate everything he taught me even before school. That's good. I know I feel the same way about my dad. My dad has a lot of like good values that he passed down to me, and I feel like that's why I've been protected a lot in life is because my values protect me. Yeah, I gotta say you're 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 very you're a very stand up person. You always have been. Well, thanks. I yeah. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think the same thing about you. Oh, you think too highly. Of um. Me. So, what has been your favorite job that you've had? And also, because I know you've had a lot of 
some a lot of jobs. And also, what is your least favorite job that you've had? Oh, here we go. She's right. I've had a lot of jobs. Um, okay, I, I'm. Mm, I love the job I'm currently doing because I get to work with Excel spreadsheets all day, and I love Excel. Um, I get to do reports all day, and that that's a dream come true for me. And I work from home. Um, but I think they're um, thinking back before uh, before the budget cuts. I was a librarian uh, for the city of Richmond. And I have to admit, those were some of the best days of my life. I loved going to work every day. I loved working with the books, and I was I produce I, I was the director for the TV station, and I got you know I got to work with music scores all day. So I loved my job. I loved going to the library every day. But as as time went on and budgets got cut, I got moved uh, to different branches, and uh, and then finally there was no more room for me. So uh, I, they uh, they they made cuts, and I went uh, started working for hospitals, uh, doing Excel spreadsheets. But the oh, the least favorite job oh, that has to be uh, my time in fast food. Uh, oh yeah, I worked McDonald's for a while, and uh, that was some hard work. I'll tell you that. Um, I, 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 God bless every one of them who's still working there, and you know. I make sure never to give you a hard time because I know what you're going through. So, uh, yeah, I have to say uh, fast food time. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. I uh, I feel like that'd be too much work for me. I just don't do well in fast-paced environments. <laughs> My brain doesn't work quickly. I see a lot of senior citizens now working for for McDonald's and all that, and I'm wondering, really, wow, how do, you do that? Poor things. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Maybe they like it though. Maybe they do. Yeah, maybe they, you know, they, 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 they pace themselves. Maybe they know what yeah. to, they know how to do it. Well, um, moving on, what is an insult that you've received that you are proud of? Oh, that's a tough question. So an insult I've received. Well, I've I've uh, had let's see well someone was called me a heathen and uh, I was like <laughs> I was like well thank you oh. um but they they weren't used to that um I mean yeah I mean I'm a little bit I I'm I I, I mean I say I grew up in religion so I maybe maybe that's not I, I'm I'm more spiritual than religious these days but uh so when somebody says something like that, I, I especially I consider the source it's coming from, you know, and yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, he, do you think I that me? Oh, that's, that's so nice of you to say. I I, I used to uh, when I was a kid, I was I was I was a chubby kid, and I I was like so I would always beat people to the insult, you know. As a, somebody started talking about my weight, I said, yeah, when I stand up and turn around, I race a blackboard. Yeah, you're a jokester. Yeah, I sit in the first three rows. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I remember uh, you might. I don't know if you would know Lee, who this artist is, but I remember in first grade, the song "Shake That Thing," Miss Annabella by Sean Paul came out that year. I think it was like, it was when I was in first grade, so it must have uh -huh. been maybe two thousand and one, two thousand. And I was in the bathroom, and I was like. I didn't know anyone was down there at my school uh -huh. and I was singing the song and dancing uh -huh. in the mirror. But Sean Paul is like 
Rastafarian. Like he's from Jamaica. He's like right. shake that thing, Miss Annabella. And this girl came out of the bathroom, and I uh-huh. I remember who it was. And she's not a nice girl, but I'm not gonna say her name. Um, but she's like, "You're weird, Olivia." <laughs> and like that's the moment that it all clicked for me that I knew I was a weird kid. I wasn't like, I've never been the cool kid. Mm-hmm. I know it's a surprise. I've always been that I weird was, girl. No, you're you're cool, but not but not like. You know how there's like weird, weird, but then there's like the weird, silly girl. I was the weird, silly girl. Oh, okay. Um, I was full of jokes. I was in drama, and mm-hmm. I loved Sean Paul, and I still do. See, for me, two thousand one is considered new music. <laughs> oh yeah, same here. But that, but yeah. Sean so, Paul, I, I remember mean, song. He's not popular at the moment. I yeah. guess he is kind of. I remember him. Yeah, I remember Sean Paul. Yeah. <laughs> He had he had a few hits, um, but once again, it's like it's hard to remember the hits of like just like five six years ago, and that's like I don't like, even know any of them. That's from, like twenty years yeah. ago. I I I picture you. I, I picture you dancing. It's like too bad uh, um, cell phones hadn't been invented yet. You've probably been doing a video of yourself in the mirror. I don't know. I'm more of a private girl. <laughs> oh, that's right. I've never. I've never. I don't think you're like a selfie person. I I know a lot of selfie people. No, I'm not really a selfie girl. Yeah, you had you just have a few. I just seen a few. Yeah. It's not. It's not tastefully done. And usually, you're trying to capture yourself at the event. You're trying to make the memory. It's just like yes. But I I do know somebody, and I won't mention names. But she was taking at least twenty to thirty pictures of herself a day. Yikes! And that just, sounds like she needs. It's kind of sad. Some people really do have some self esteem problems, and mm-hmm. it's sad. Well, remember, guys, if a woman says she has low self-esteem, she probably has less esteem even for you. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, don't, 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 don't ever try, don't try to, to, to be a predator on a woman because she has low self-esteem because it means you're lower. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have another random one for you. Let's go. Uh, and then maybe we should move on to some whimsical questions. But <laughs> tell me. What does your typical morning routine look like, Lee? Okay. This is easy. Uh, I, t- uh, I take my showers at night. So by morning, I just roll out of bed and walk right into the office and sign on the computer. Me too. Yeah. I mean, well, sometimes it'll be coffee first, then sign on. Or I'll get coffee as the computer signing on. But... Yeah, so it's it's uh, yeah, it's wake up, computer, coffee. Wake up, grab a brush and put a little makeup. The best part of waking. <laughs> I'll let you finish that one. <laughs> I forgot what that is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Farmersonly.com. Uh <laughs> yeah, so I, I know too many jingles from commercials. I know. The too many are mixed up in my head. Oh, let's, let's, now you say you have, you have whimsical questions? Yes, as usual. Oh, okay. Um, huh, this one's funny, but hold on a minute. Okay, if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger in I, paradise. I, I know, and I'm not going to be shy about that one. Uh, it's like, <laughs> close second would be Sparrow's Pizza. But Ooh, <laughs> shout out to the third time. Yep. Hey, uh, 
Yeah, Olivia is the one who got me hooked on Sparrow's Pizza. So blame her. Um, but but You're yeah, the best. The, the, the cheeseburger is still my favorite food in the world. It's got every food group right there. If you add pickles and onions, you got every food group represented. Except for fish. That's not well, a food group. That's right. Well, for you it is. It's a food group. <laughs> yeah, and since I've stopped uh, drinking sodas, I have, uh, it's like I can taste everything better. Well, that's good. Yeah. So now I'm going to... Now I'm going to have to ask you a question. It's a whimsical question. Whimsical. Okay, let's see. We. Oh, okay. Well, trying to find a good one here. Oh, if you if at birth you could choose the profession. If you could choose the profession you would you would eventually have, what would be it? What would it be? I know this is weird, but, you know, I've always, when I was little, I wanted to be, um, what's her name? Shirley Temple. I always want, I know she has a terrible, she, like, ended up having not so great of a life, but I always wanted to be, like, a star. Someone who sings and dances for a living Mm -hmm. and entertains the masses. I think that I was born to be on the stage and making people laugh and performing and kind of like a lady gaga i've always felt like i was wasn't the most popular kid in school but i also wasn't hated but i just like people always thought like olivia's a little weird because i had a lot of like weird ideas i was really creative and artistic and i still am and i feel like i could have been like a lady gaga type of girl well, that brings up a question I have for you. If I mean, I've known you. I known you're you were a performer when I first met you. Uh, well, uh, so I, and now you're a great podcast host. So I know you've got a bit of the stage in you. If you could perform one song in front of a big audience to be broadcast all over the world, what would be your song? You know what? As of now, it's one a song that you told me about, "Love Alive" by Heart. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty badass. It has gentle music. It has heavy metal in it. It's a little bit of everything. Yep, definitely. Um, a '60s '70s rock song. That's yeah. my that's my passion. Yeah, you have the style for it. You're not. You own the yeah. stage. I, I've seen you sing. I've seen. Uh, there are videos out there of you singing. Uh, Skater Boy, I think. Oh yeah, you'll find it if you stalk my Instagram. Yeah, she. Oh, she. You're definitely a performer. You're not just a singer. You're a performer. Yeah, I like. I'm a ham. I love the spotlight. Ham. <laughs> I don't like to to be professional though, and like I'm very shy when it comes to public speaking, but like professionally. But when it comes to my art, I'm a I'm a ham. There you go. <laughs> All right. So what you got for me? Got one more quiz. Okay. Quizzical? In school. What was your favorite subject in school? Oh, math. Definitely math. What? Oh, no, oh I, yeah. You're a daddy. I'm a numbers geek. Are you kidding? Yeah. Now, I had one great history teacher. I have to admit, I had one great history teacher who made it interesting. But you can't, it's like a lot of, for me, a lot of it was who your teacher is. Uh-huh. But yeah, besides That's that, yeah, I love I love the numbers, and I got one more for you. Okay. <clears throat> what is your most treasured memory? Oh Lord, um, it's 
impossible to pick. Um, but there's a like with my family, I would say with my dad, mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time together when I was a little girl, and my mom and dad were divorced, so I got like one on one time with both parents like intensely. And I didn't, I didn't have any siblings when I was little. Oh. Um, but my dad would rake up leaves during the fall in upstate New York onto this tarp. And then I would get in the middle of the tarp and he'd roll me up with the leaves. And I would never do this now. Mm-hmm. Like, ew, what if there's bugs and like <laughs> animals? Yeah. But I loved it back then. And he would wrap me up in the tarp and he would drag me across the line with the leaves. And I thought it was the funnest thing on earth. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great. I, I'm going to go ahead and I might even answer that one myself. It's like a lot of people don't know about this, but my wife and I, we used to do uh, ghost hunting. We used to travel up and down the East Coast doing searching for ghosts and uh, that's cool and folklore and paranormal stuff. And one uh, in 2004, we took a we took a week long trip uh, to New England and the Northeast, looking for all sorts of haunted places and things. And we ended up in Salem, Massachusetts. And of course, yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to. Um, and it was like, we had, it was the last night of vacation and we just left the restaurant and they had this giant clipper ship, you know, one of these old three masted, uh, ships, you know, like sailing ships. And it was sitting in the bay and it was a beautiful full moon and it was right behind this boat. And uh, even, even then I said, you know, it's never going to get better than this. As I'm, Aww, with, I'm with my wife on a cool cute. night, on a cool October night near Halloween, and we're in Salem, Massachusetts. So it never, it'll never get better than this. And yeah, and so that's my tr- most treasured memory. I have one with Haroon. I want to talk. That reminds oh, yeah. me of uh, mine with Haroon. Actually, it. it's almost very, it's eerily similar. Um, but I went, me, Haroon, and I, and Liz and her husband, we went glamping. In North Carolina, Hatteras Island, oh. and in the, we didn't have a bathroom in our cabin, so uh-huh. you had to like get up in the dark and walk to the bathroom, and it was kind of like a long walk. And I had to go, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to go to the bathroom really bad, uh-huh. and I didn't want to walk in the dark alone. So I woke up Haroon mm-hmm. and we walked outside the cabin. We were so tired. And I looked up at the sky and I'm like, holy crap, Haroon, look. And we looked up and we both, and I'm from like the middle of nowhere. And I've never seen star that many stars in my life. It was pitch black and like there was no city lights because we were out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And it was just billions of stars and it was so beautiful wow that's a time thing yeah you have to remember it because there's no way you can capture a picture of it yeah and i we both still remember it it was like breathtaking wow that, that's awesome thank you it Thanks was very sharing. romantic i imagine yeah it's like, that's romance when, when he'll walk he'll walk you down the beach yeah <laughs> but we ended up just peeing in the uh the yard oh. <laughs> romance well there we go we're approaching an hour now uh, there's uh, is, uh, is there anything else you want to share or do you want to move on to anything else I think we should move on to give it to me Lee oh I want to give it to you but I, uh, sadly it's going to be bad news this week oh no yeah yeah we were talking about uh, the uh, 
when our fans hear this, it's probably going to be old news, but uh, it's like, it's, it's just to let you know that how fresh the, uh, the pain is. It's like, uh, this is about the Titan, the little submarine that was going down to see the Titanic. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. The Coast Guard is now reporting uh, this, this has only been out in the past three, two or three hours. Uh, The Coast Guard is reporting that the, uh, the submissible uh, suffered a catastrophic, catastrophic implosion that killed oh, no. that killed everyone on board. What uh, is an implosion? Uh, the, even if there's a tiniest crack in the hull, or if there's like a anything's loose or anything, uh, it it implodes. It explodes internally. It oh my! It that is terrifying. It's like uh, when you used to uh, like breaking a picture tube. It's like uh, uh, on an old TV, the uh, those tubes are vacuum tubes. So you break it, yeah. the air rushes in. And then when it rushes in, then it then it explodes back out. That is, like that is one of my worst nightmares, and I I'm just so heartbroken for the families. Yes, it's a, terrifying. Uh, it's like there was a there were a few billionaires on board, but there was also a French researcher who just wanted to see the Titanic. He'd he had been studying the Titanic all his life, and he he wanted to just go down and see it one time. So you know we have, um, they're gonna. Uh, there's almost no possibility of, of recovering bodies because an implosion yeah. underwater like that, there's not going to be anything. So um, they're going to try to get pieces of the wreckage and uh, that's the best they can do. Uh, there's going to be, there's, I don't know, as I said, uh, when our fans hear this, it's going to be old news. But uh, as of right now, they're saying that the little ship wasn't even rated to go that deep. Um, it was only supposed to go down about uh, 1,200 meters, and the Titanic is actually 4,000 meters down. You know, it's kind of ironic, and yeah. I don't know if it's insensitive for me to say, but like like what they said with the Titanic, uh-huh. even God himself couldn't sink this ship. People uh-huh. still had that mentality, I guess, going mm-hmm. down in that little pill. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't say that it, it can't happen because yeah. it... it in fact, people were were saying that um, it's like it's like by saying that it, it can't happen, you're 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 tempting fate. So, just you have to respect nature. Oh yeah, she'll get you every time. I I've been watching uh, one of one thing I do is I, I I collect a lot of like extreme weather videos, and it's amazing what the weather will do to you. Um, hurricanes, yeah. tornadoes, earthquakes. Uh, even just like boogie boarding. I remember when I was little, one of the most traumatic events of my life that I, still haunts me is mm-hmm. I was boogie boarding in New Jersey at Jersey Shore and I got sucked under and I had the boogie board attached to my ankle like the Velcro thing because I thought it looked cool and I thought yeah. I was like a super girl <laughs> and I got sucked underneath the current and I almost drowned to death and nobody knew it except me. Because nobody like believed me. I was a little girl. I'm like, I just almost drowned. Yeah, yeah, Olivia. But oh. I really almost did. Oh, it's not that deep. That undertow. Yeah. Do, do not underestimate an undertow. It yeah. Will, it'll drag you right out to sea. The uh, ocean is scary. In a way, yeah. I I love boats, but not the ocean. Uh, no, I, yeah. I, I won't say that. I love I love ships. I love I love the old sailing ships. But if I can stay on the ship, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not a fan of going in the ocean. To be honest, it's I'm too scared of it. So, ocean. How about flying? How are you on, how are you on flying? Oh, 
just the older I get, the more scared I am of everything. I had a bad experience on a plane not too long ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Pray tell. I went to Mexico with my best friends from high school mm -hmm. um, in 2017. And on our way back from Mexico, flying through the Gulf um, and back to where did we go from to JFK? But we had to like fly into the Gulf of Mexico, apparently. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not very good at geography, but I believe that's what we were doing. There was a bad storm that we hit and our plane free it felt like it was free falling and oh. everyone on the plane was screaming like it was so traumatic everyone was like ah, like bawling and screaming like tons of people out of fear and like there's not that many times we're lucky as americans because i feel like there hasn't been a lot of times where we have felt fear like that and yeah. like heard that many people scream at once out of sheer terror. Oh, no. And it happened twice. And we all thought the plane was going to just crash into the ocean. And luckily we survived, but it was terrifying. Oh yeah. You got turbulence, you have microbursts, you have uh, those uh, all sorts of like the air can do weird things, especially as you get up high. Yeah, and, then, and it didn't even, like, it It was, like, I felt bad turbulence, but, like, mm -hmm. that was, like, free-falling. Uh, yeah, I've only flown, like, two or three times in my life. I've never really needed to go that far. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, God bless you. You know, you just travel, uh, you, you jet set. <laughs> but I suppose. I don't travel that often. Yeah, so, well, no, you do. You, you, you go Not home, really. You visit home a lot. <laughs> Well, I drive. Yeah. In fact, she's headed. She's headed. Uh, she's also making her escape tomorrow. She's le she's leaving and going going home, visiting New York. So so I'll be alone here at the dungeon uh, in Virginia. So uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to see the NASCAR races in Watkins Glen with my family. Yes. My stepdad got um, VIP tickets. So you'll be hearing about my experience. This is my second time doing a VIP NASCAR event. Mm -hmm. I'm lucky. Hey, watch I don't even like NASCAR that much. Oh, I don't. I'm not a fan. Oh, the the fun is in the stands and in the uh, parking lot. Yep. And uh, for what I, and that was also where one of the biggest rock concerts of all time ever happened at Watkins Glen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So she. So uh, everybody's taking off. And uh, I don't take vacation till October because I'm I'm a, I'm a Halloween guy. <laughs> But He's a uh, Halloweeny. Yeah, the the ladies are are, are summer are, are summer travelers, so they'll they're gonna have fun, and uh, we'll miss you while you're gone. But our fans won't because this episode will be coming out uh, uh, next Thursday, and it'll yep. be on schedule. You'll hear it, and uh, and we're we're never gonna leave you alone. <laughs> we'll always be there for you. Yep, we will be there for our audience. Yeah. We love you, and we love making you proud. And this week we are. If Lee is okay with it, I think we should skip guest Lee's name because we need Liz here for that. It's yeah. not as fun. Yeah. You had an unfair advantage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll be one week ahead of her if I do it without her. So I'll let her rejoin us for that. And um, for me, I will make a few, sh some shout outs. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Glen Allen Service Center. Life save Life lifesavers this week i mean they saved me so much money i was so scared and just stressed out and they took good care of me and it's easy to take advantage of girls that don't know anything about cars 
So yeah. thank you, Jimmy. And my, um, shout, my shout out is for uh, the Bowtie Cinemas. Uh, you know, you keep it classy, you keep it clean, and uh, you have you have you, you have a great um, it, it's a, you have uh, great people there. Uh, they they were very helpful, and uh, they welcomed our group last night. So thank you, Bowtie Cinemas. Thank you. When you allow everyone to use your bathroom, because they wouldn't <laughs> let me use it during the St. Patrick's Day event. Oh. oh. But shout out to them for keeping it classy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess that's, that's about it for tonight, then. Aww, my uh, cat is snuggling me right now. Boo-boo. Oh, uh, we're all cat lovers here. I have a little black cat named Boo-Boo, and she's wants me to get off the phone now and give her attention well thank you so Olivia. thank you so much for, uh for calling in tonight and uh and keeping me company here in the dungeon yeah thank you lee for your magic machine <laughs> that can call me into the podcast it's uh it's awesome investing in all this great technology well, I have nothing else better to do, so uh, yeah, you know, it's like then spend time with my friends, talking and uh, talking to uh, all of our fans, and and once again, I have to thank, I have to give a shout out to all of y'all for listening to us. Yeah, shout out to you guys, and make sure that you, um, if you want to help the podcast, make sure you rate us on. You can rate us on Spotify. You can rate us on apple podcasts it really helps our podcast take off because we're still babies and if you could give us a follow if if you haven't already on instagram at mm-hmm. oh la la underscore rva and we're on facebook too and you can find all of our socials just type a, type us in and you'll find us but uh we appreciate you and we look forward to next episode we have a cool person lined up mm-hmm. i believe uh we are interviewing the founder of Wear RVA, the charity fashion Ooh. show in Richmond. So pretty uh, exciting. All right, everyone. Have a good night. And, and we'll see, see you next time. In two weeks. <laughs> bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye.